Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Muse Mentorship Podcast. Today, I'm going to be doing a Q&A episode over health and wellness questions. So, let's get into it. So before we get started, I do want to say that if you have any questions in relation to health and wellness, or if you just kind of want me to address some struggles that you face and maybe give you some advice on them, then there is a uh, a poll, what's it called? It's like a Q&A box or something that you should see when you go to this episode. So go ahead and drop your questions there. Or you can text them to me at 361-209-7476 or email me at miasmentorship.com. And if you forget what I just said, then you can head to my website, miasmentorship.com. Alright, so the first question is, how can someone stay motivated to exercise regularly? So this is a tough one because it it really depends on the person. Some people, they just like, they find exercising fun, but for those who aren't really motivated to exercise, this is probably a question for you. So it's a challenge, but it's definitely not impossible to stay motivated. One way is to remember your why, like remember why is it that you want to exercise? You know, like, don't just see it as a burden, like, ugh, after work, I have to go to the gym, but, you know, I would rather be doing blah, blah, blah. You know, see it as, like, I, I get to go to the gym, and I get to do it because I have this goal of doing blank, or I get to go to the gym because I have the privilege to even strengthen my body and to get a healthier body for my family. You know, whatever your why is, Remember your why. And another way to stay motivated is to switch up your routine. So if you're always like either weightlifting or running or whatever, switch it up. You know, do some activities. My mom, like growing up, she played tennis and that was like her only exercise, but that's like all she needed, you know. She'd never care for the gym or really going for a run. She would sometimes, but tennis is what she liked. And so it's like if you don't really want to go to the gym either, like join a, a sport for your age, you know. Um, and my mom still does that now or, uh, swimming, you know, biking. And if you do enjoy weightlifting or doing classes at the gym, if your gym offers classes, do that. You can do home workouts. You know, there's so many options on how to be physically active. Even if that's just going for a jog with your dog or taking your dog for a walk, things like that. Um, another way to stay motivated to exercise regularly is having a support system. So that could be a workout buddy, you know, someone that you're going to meet at the gym. And so it's like, if you're just relying on your own self-discipline, that's good. That's not a bad thing. But it's easier to, I guess, let yourself down in that sense, and then you're losing trust in yourself. And so if you want to, I guess, have some accountability, then if you know, like, okay, I have to meet, you know, Melissa or Jonathan or whatever, I have to meet this person at the gym at this time, then 
you're obviously, you're going to be there because you don't want to let that person down. And so having someone there or um, having some sort of support system, you know, having accountability and encouragement, you know, you can also work with me. That's an option. But, you know, if you don't, then definitely having a workout partner or even, okay, I heard this a long time ago. I was listening to this uh, podcast called um, Mindset Mentor. And the guy, Rob, he was saying how he, like, texted one of his friends, you know, like, you know how everyone has that friend where they're kind of, like, I don't want to say annoying, um, but, like, they're, they're on you, you know? Um, so text that friend and be like, hey, I'm gonna, I've, like, made a goal to do, like, whatever, whatever, like, I want to make sure I exercise, um, five days a week, or four days a week, you know, whatever you can. I want to work out this many days a week. I'm going to send you a photo five days a week of me exercising. If I don't, then I owe you, like, a hundred dollars, or I owe you 50 bucks, you know, stuff like that. That part, like, you're not going to want to pay that person 50 bucks (laughs) every week that you don't meet that goal, you know, and so even having that, it's going to, it's going to, get you to go to the gym and even if that itself doesn't motivate you when you get to the gym like usually have a good time it's usually the push of getting there or even if it's not the gym whatever exercise you enjoy it's just leaving your house and going there is the hardest part but once you actually get there you're like okay I'm here like I'm not just gonna sit on a chair for an hour like no I'm gonna do something you know so that's another way um another way to stay motivated is to track your progress and so when you track your progress, then you can celebrate, like, your your small achievements. You know, there are many small achievements that you achieve on your way to, I guess, your biggest goal. And so tracking your progress really motivates you because you're like, oh, like, I'm, I'm this close from, you know, meeting this goal that I've set, you know. So, yeah, I'd say tracking your progress. All right, question number two is... What are some simple ways to incorporate mindfulness into daily life? So if you don't know what mindful, mindfulness is, that is just the practice of being present and fully engaged in the current moment. So, you know, um, anxiety is worrying about the future, depression is dwelling on the past. And so mindfulness is just like being present, you know, like, of course, you have to think about the future and stuff. But it's just enjoying the present. Like, when you feel like life moves by so fast, if you feel like that, it's probably because you're not mindful. It's because you're just always looking forward to the next thing. You're not living in the moment right now. And so being mindful allows you to actually engage in the current moment, enjoy life, even if it's hard and stressful, you know. I'm a Christian, and so to be mindful, like, I will um, thank God. I will pray and read my Bible and just, like, thank Him for every small thing in my life. Like, when I'm driving my car, I'll be like, you know, thank you that I get to drive my car, thank you that I have the time right now, thank you that I have the money to have a car, that I, that I have the health to be able to drive a car, you know, like, things like that, and I guess that is, prayer, I guess, is my go-to for, like, how I stay mindful, but other ways to stay mindful is just to pay attention to your breathing. I would say practicing gratitude. I honestly don't know how you would 
Well, yeah, I guess you can practice gratitude even if you're not, like, praying and thanking God for things. You can just, you know, be thankful in general. Like, write down, like, I'm thankful for blah, 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 and I get to do blah, blah. Another way to be mindful is just instead of saying, like, oh, I have to do this and have to do that, saying I get to do this. Like, it's it's a small thing, but it really does go a long way. Like, saying I have to get to get up at 6 in the morning, I have to go to work, I have to pay the bills, like, it's like, no, like, you get to do those things, like, there are so many people who are so less fortunate than you, especially if you live in, like, America or Europe, like, you know, first world countries, like, we honestly complain about every little thing, like, if something goes wrong, like, we complain, but it's like, if someone else who lives somewhere else and doesn't have those things hurt us they'd be like what the heck like you're really complaining about like I don't know having to get gas like I don't even have a car we don't even have cars you know we don't have paved roads you know things like that and so just being aware of how good you really have it you know and and I'm not trying to to dismiss the fact that bad things happen. Like, negative things always happen in our life. And I'm not trying to mitigate the, um, I guess, negative situations that you might go through. They definitely are tough, and we have to go through those. But just being mindful and um, being in the present and actually feeling those emotions, too. Like, especially during hard times. A lot of people, they just try to dismiss their emotions. They don't think about it. They try to distract themselves with other things. And that's not good either. Like, you want to process those emotions because you don't want to carry that baggage. You know, if you don't deal with it in the present, then you are going to end up carrying baggage later. Whether you feel it or, like, it just becomes... You're, you're going to see the consequences of that, you know, at, at some point in the future. Um, another thing I like to do to be mindful is to, like, engage with my surroundings, so I really like going on walks and just spending time in nature. I live right on the coast of Texas, and so I like to walk along the beach and really just, like, take it in. Like, nature is just so beautiful, and it's amazing how it all works together, and even just looking at, like, the birds and the squirrels or, like, in my yard, not at the beach, but, um... Yeah, so I would say that that definitely helps you become more mindful and just present, so. All right, question number three is, what are some common causes of fatigue and how can they be addressed? So, fatigue can be caused by a good amount of things. Uh, It can be caused by lack of sleep, poor nutrition. It can be caused by, for women, like lack of iron. Like if you're iron deficient, for example. Um, especially like when you're on your period, you obviously you're losing iron. And so at that time, if you feel fatigue on your period, take iron, um, vitamins or eat more foods that are higher in iron. Um, so yeah, uh, another reason for fatigue might be, uh, stress, stress causes fatigue. I would say those are, like, the top ones. I mean, other than, unless it's, like, an underlying health issue, um, then, yeah, those are, like, the most common causes. And if it is, if you do think, like, if you do all those things, like, if you feel like you have good sleep, good nutrition, if you feel like you're not low in iron, um, then I think if you feel like you're not really that stressed, then it might be an underlying health issue. And so at that point, then, you know, of course, you should consult a healthcare professional, Alright, so question number four. 
What, oh, I love this question. What are some tips for staying physically active while working a sedentary job? I love this because, oh man, like so many jobs nowadays, they're just like sit down jobs and you're like barely moving. And of course there are jobs, like if you work in retail or food industry, you know, you're walking on your feet and stuff. And then especially, you know, you're you're really active if you have like a labor job, you know, construction or farming or engineering, that kind of stuff, you know, mechanics. Um, but there are just like so many office jobs now and especially at home jobs. There's so many at home jobs. And so it is really easy, especially if you have an at home job. It's so easy because you're at home to just like sit on your couch and then oh you're comfortable you lay down you take a nap and you shouldn't be and then oh you have all your your pantry and your fridge is right next to you go and you overeat and so it is very important to be self-aware and mindful again <laughs> mindful of those things and how to I guess conquer those challenges um but back to the question I would say taking breaks if if you're able to um like moving around, stretching, uh, you can, I don't know if, it, I guess it depends on the flexibility of your job, but you can just do like a little five minute like cardio workout, you know, do some, uh, what's it called, high knees, some jumping jacks, some butt kicks, some push-ups, you know, whatever, just like to, to get your, your body moving, you know, get your blood moving and everything. Um, and of course that's if you're able to, another thing is getting a standing desk, um, Again, if you're a lot of, not all jobs can do this, but if you're able to do these things, get a standing desk. I have this, this would be a little bit of an investment, but um, I have like it's a half treadmill. It's a, called a walking pad. So it's like a half treadmill. You're going to stick it like under your desk. And so you just like walk, you know, slow, but you're, you're walking while you're working. So like, if you work at a computer or writing or whatnot, then you can have that and then you know, you can walk, I mean, you could probably walk two miles in an hour, two to three miles in an hour, and so, you know, if you're using that for even just, like, half your work day, like, four hours a day, then you can walk between, like, eight and 12 miles a day, and, I mean, that's great, too. They range, so I got mine used from Facebook Marketplace for $200. It was originally 400 they, if you look on Amazon, they really do range. Like, there, there are some that you'll see for 200 There are some that you see for 2000 you know? So, I mean, I wouldn't get super expensive ones. I don't think that's necessary at all. Just get one that, you know, look at the reviews and um, see how good it is and whatnot. So, yeah. Or you can get a used one like I did. <laughs> um, another thing that you can do to stay physically active working at your job would be to get one of those... Uh, stability ball chair thing so even that will help you engage your muscles and I think that also helps with your posture too so that'd be really good as well um and then if you don't work too far from your house then you can walk to work bike to work that kind of stuff too if it's not raining or cold okay uh question number what is this five now I think it's five Question number five is, what are some healthy ways to manage weight? There are many things that you can do to manage weight. Um, number one, eating a balanced diet. Number two, exercising regularly. Number three, getting enough sleep. Those are really like the top three things I would say. Um, and then, of course, 
overall health and well-being includes your the mental side as well. So making sure that you know you're not stressed and you're, uh, I guess, getting time for yourself when you can. And I know that can be really hard too, especially if you're a parent and you have kids and they have activities and you're like a chauffeur for them and then you have work and you're working full time. That definitely it's not an option for everybody. Um, the, uh, even the getting enough sleep thing for those people, it's hard to get enough sleep, but, um, yeah, what was, wait, where was I going with that? Honestly, I just had a brain fart. I'm just going to continue what I was saying. Maybe it'll come to mind. So when I say eating a balanced diet, that includes fruits, veggies, whole grains, lean proteins, that kind of stuff, you know, seeds and um, grains and whatnot. And so eating healthy foods will help you maintain a, a good weight and then regular exercise. And again, whatever you want, that can be strength cr- training, cardiovascular, it can be uh, HIT stuff, yoga, um, any, anything that you enjoy, sports. So this will help you burn calories and usually build lean muscle mass as well, depending on what you're doing. And then the getting enough sleep, that's important because lack of sleep can actually disrupt your hormones and that regulates your appetite and your metabolism. And so in order for you to have a good appetite metabolism, you know, you want your hormones to be regulated and you would like to get enough sleep in order to help uh, support that. Another thing excuse me another thing is to avoid fad diets man there are so many fad diets like oh i have met so many people who have experienced yo-yo dieting and it's just that itself is so stressful and so oh i remember what i was saying earlier i was talking about stress okay so you know you do want to make sure that you're taking time for yourself to do hobbies and things you enjoy and i know that's not always possible people who are really busy and if you have if you can again if you're able to the way to deal with that is you know get a babysitter you know just one night a week uh if that's all you can do you know friday night or saturday night whatever get a babysitter to take care of your kids and if you're married you can you and your husband can have a a good night together or you know be like hey hey husband can you watch the kids please like i want to spend just a couple hours, like, doing hobbies I enjoy, you know, and you can take turns, like, do the same thing for him, or if you're a guy listening, you know, vice versa. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. All right, we're going to move on to question number six. Hold on. Okay, what are some effective ways to reduce inflammation in the body? I guess it depends on what kind of inflammation you're talking about because there can be inflammation, you know, from injury, which is natural, or from infection, which again is natural, or you could be talking about, like, inflammation in your face or something, and that could be caused by what you ate, like, if you ate something with a lot of salt. Um, Honestly, I think that my face gets more inflamed when I eat gluten and sugar, like, you know, so eating baked goods and stuff, so I, I do limit my gluten and sugar intake, definitely. I would say the most I have that a week would be one to two times a week. Um, yeah, if that. So, Because usually for my cheat meal, 
Well, I call it cheat like quote unquote cheat meal. So I do like ninety ten. As if you listen to this podcast, you know that I do ninety ten. So ninety percent of my meals are healthy. The other ten percent, I give myself. You know, that's my time to enjoy other meals that I like that aren't the healthiest. And so that's uh, two meals out of the week. And so usually for one of those meals, it will include like pasta, which is obvious, which is obviously gluten. Or I'll have like like. If I have cake or ice cream or something, I include that as, like, one of my cheat meals, even though it's not a whole meal, it's just a snack. Calorie-wise, it probably is a meal, but anyways, um, yeah. Brownies, I really like those, too. Cookies, oh, man. Corner Bakery, I don't know if that's a chain or a local place, but we have this place called Corner Bakery, where I live, and they have the best M&M cookies. Like, honestly, I have that at least once a month. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Um... So anyways, <laughs> uh, I'll say gluten and sugar might cause inflammation because I feel like it is for me. But if not, definitely salt. That can cause inflammation. So if you eat a lot of salt, then that can be causing just inflammation in your body. If you're talking about bloating, then again, there are like certain, you know, some people have intolerances to gluten or lactose and things like that. And so that can cause bloating. Again, salt causes bloating too. Or it can, not for everyone, but it can. Um... So if that's the kind of inflammation you're talking about, then that's that'd be my answer. If you're talking about, um, like chronic inflammation, then I mean that can contribute to a variety of health issues like arthritis and heart disease and cancer and stuff. And so you want to make sure to have an anti-inflammatory diet, which would include foods that are rich in antioxidants like fruits, vegetables. Um, avocados especially because they have omega-3 fatty acids, fish, nuts, like that's what you want your diet to pretty much consist of. Um, you also want to make sure you're getting enough sleep because sleep actually also does help reduce inflammation. So, yeah. Um, question number seven. I think this is going to be my last question because I have to get going. Okay, um, what are some healthy habits to adopt for better heart health? Eating a heart-healthy diet, exercising regularly, not smoking, managing stress. These are all great options, of course. So, heart-healthy food would include foods that are low in saturated and trans fats, um, so pretty much if you eat a whole food diet, you're good. Whole food diet is, again, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, that kind of stuff. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you could hear that or not. I was moving the wire to my microphone. Um, of course, doing cardiovascular exercise and strength training can improve your heart health and reduce your risk of heart disease. Um, yeah, not smoking. Or if you do smoke, uh, lower your smoking or quit. That'd be the best option. Uh, and managing stress. Stretch, stress really has a toll on our body. Like, it's, it's, if you're always stressed, you know, or if you always have a little stress, you don't recognize it until you're not stressed. And you're like, oh my goodness, like, I feel so much lighter. And like, like, you know, when you kind of just feel like heavy, like not weight wise, but just like, I don't know, on your body, you just feel like, ugh. You just, it feels like, ah, like it feels like a relief. And so managing stress, and even if you don't feel like you are stressed, you, you might be, um, 
So yeah, managing stress by breathing, doing your hobbies, things you enjoy. Uh, again, for me, definitely praying and having peace in God's presence, but, you know, meditating and again, I meditate on God's word, but not everyone's a Christian. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, um, you know, I want to share a little story before I let y'all go. Um, so I, let's see. When I'm stressed, I break out, like, on my face. Like, during, you know, my monthly, I, I do get, like, a couple of pimples or whatever. But, like, when I'm stressed, I break out on my face. And I didn't realize that's what was causing it. Like, okay, so I was having a really, really bad breakout. And I, I noticed the pattern. That's how I know this about myself now. It literally took me, like, two years to figure it out. But every time I'd break out, I'd be like, what the heck? Like, I've been eating the same. I've been, like, working out the same. I've been, like, doing everything, like, skincare the same. Like, why am I breaking out? And so I found out it's because when I'm stressed, like, I break out, like, all over my forehead especially. Like, that is where all of it is. So I found this out because there was a time where I, uh, when was the, the first time I was, like, really, I think it was my senior year of high school. And so that was, and honestly, I was, like, online and, like, doing school and stuff. But, like, with swimming and, like, everything and getting ready for college and just, I knew a, tra a transition was coming in my life, I guess. And so that was, like, stressing me out. Even though I wasn't, I wasn't even aware. Like, I didn't feel stressed. But, like, my body knew, obviously. You know, your body feels it. And that's why I, like, broke out really bad. And then the other time I was stressed, um, I was going through this breakup. And so after the breakup, I, like, I literally was breaking out for, like, probably three months, but I didn't know, I didn't know that's what it was, so then I went to the dermatologist, and I got on, like, tretinone, which is, like, a topical cream, and, and whatever, and then I got on this, uh, like, this birth control that helps with acne and whatever, like, I thought I, I was just, like, acne prone, but that wasn't it, like, why, why didn't the doctors tell me, like, they should have been, like, hey, like, you're 18 years old, it's probably just either your hormones or stress or whatever. Like, they that they didn't even tell me that. Like, they just told me, oh, gonna give you this. Oh, it's like, slapping a band-aid on it. And that, like, even that experience is what, like, really just drove me to get into, like, okay, healthy living is, like, it impacts way more than you think, you know? Um, like, it was just stress, you know? And so, yeah, and then... I was even, like, really hesitant to get off, like, the tretinone and stuff because I was like, oh, I'm going to break out. But I would only break out if I was stressed about breaking out. Like, and, and then I also thought, like, oh, I think sweets break me out because every time I eat, like, ice cream or whatever, I'd get, like, a pimple the next day or whatever. Um, and so I thought, oh, that's it. But in reality, it wasn't the sweet food that was making me break out it was me stressing about it because I was anticipating like okay I'm gonna break out because I'm eating this and so then I stressed about it I'm like oh my gosh like I'm gonna break out like and that was just stressing me out and so it wasn't the food it was just me stressing myself out you know and so now like I'm off the tretinone and everything um and yeah I really only get pimples now um yeah like monthly I get a couple you know, when I'm on my period or something, or, um, if I, if I'm stressed about something, and then, but the good thing about that is when I start to break out, I'm like, okay, like, I'm stressing, what am I stressing over, and so then I, that's when I, like, go into prayer, and that's when I read the word, and that's when I get close to God, and I rely on him to give me peace, you know, 
And so that is a really positive thing about that, you know, like it would be nice, I guess, if I didn't break out every time I stressed out, but it is nice. It's like a little, you know, you have like the lights on your car, like, hey, we got your engine checked. It's like that. It's like, hey, you know, there's something that you need to adjust. So yeah, I just wanted to share that in case anyone can relate. Um, Well, that's all I got for this episode. I really enjoyed doing this Q&A. Please ask me more questions so I can answer them. And uh, I just, okay, so I just updated my Instagram. It's like more aesthetic now. So go check out my Instagram, miaz.mentorship. And then if you want to work with me, uh, you enjoyed this episode, you want to work with me, then head to my website, miaz.mentorship.com. And you can either contact me and we can chat first. You can just set up an online consultation and We can talk about your goals, your struggles in the past, how my coaching process works and all that fun stuff. So yeah, have a blessed day.